from the ESPN 690 and Ajari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I mean, it's great. It just it, it speaks to, you know, the progress that we're making. I mean, our defense today, that's the best, one of the best defensive performances I've seen, and that's a great offense. Obviously, Josh Allen, uh, quarterback, and their 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 wideouts, and O-line, all those guys, I mean, they're great players, and to see what our defense did, all the takeaways, the big stops on third and fourth down, I mean, it's just fun to watch, and really, they, they put us on their back. You know, we had a chance to put them away a couple times. I missed I missed two throws down the stretch. Like, I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself because I could have put them away without our defense having to go out there and stop them again, but that's what good teams do. You know, uh, I, I will say this about Trevor, man. Again, the guy, uh, he's accountable. Yeah. He does this every game, and he knows right away. Like, this isn't Trevor talking on Monday. This is Trevor talking, like, 20 minutes after the game. And, I mean, it, those were pretty obvious plays. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's like, wow, <laughs> he had to go back and watch the film. But he takes that accountability right away. And it, it's like, it's a weird thing. It's like he, he says it so matter-of-factly, but it's like, yeah, I'll make him the next time. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like man, I can't believe it, it's, it's stuck in his head. No, which, which shows me he's not going to be a tank guy. Like, he's not going to go in a tank. We've seen what, that before with quarterbacks. Did, like, you mean kind of like feel sorry for yourself and it's just... Well, the bottom line, here, here's the reality. Is, is Blake Bortles, when he played bad football, it was hard to get out of it. Okay. Right? So yeah. it came in... He's talking about coming in bunches. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and it like you could tell it affected him. Like, it looked yeah. like it affected him mm-hmm. in news conferences, in, in practice, in, in, in the next game. Like, I just don't see that uh, from Trevor. Now, maybe we get to a point, and if you play, I think he needs something good to happen sooner than later. Like, maybe we need something good to happen from Trevor. Like, it's been a little bit now yeah. since I said, wow, that's why he was the number one overall pick, yeah. if I'm being honest. No, for sure. Um, like, listen, you know, obviously they had a chance to put the game away. They, they couldn't. The defense stepped up. Um, like, you, like you were saying, one of the best performances we've seen since 2017, hands down. And that's what uh, we're, it's crazy that we're talking about that big of a win. And have we seen a full game where this team has complimented each other in all three phases? I mean, not I mean, really. I mean, you what, look at the last two are, weeks, they, they've, they've had like 200 yards of offense. Happens. But what does that look like if that happens? Yeah, you know, I, I can think we, the special teams are starting to get leaky, too, like in the kick return game. Yeah. But uh, in last week? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, well, listen, I think most teams would say that, Austin. I mean, that's if, if we can get all three to complement each other. No, for sure. You but know, like if the Dolphins could have had their offense work yesterday, they had five turnovers. They would have won 42 to 10. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, then they turned it over four times. Sure. So, like, well, I, I mean, get what I you're know, saying. It, it, but usually, I mean, even if you go two out of three, you're looking pretty good. Like, yesterday the Jaguars didn't go two out of three even. No, they really Because special team is... Well, I mean, he made enough. We're going to talk about him in a minute. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think the thing, the crazy thing about this offense, so last week I gave you the stat mm-hmm. of uh, the 31 games without three more than two turnovers. Mm-hmm. So today's stat. Oh, boy. In a game that is, sport that has now turned to offense, mm-hmm. we know the Jags, their, their season high this year is 23. Mm-hmm. If you go all the way back to 2018, October 2nd, that's when the Jaguars started 3-1. and one. Mm-hmm. The Jaguars have scored 30 points or more in a game twice. <clears throat> twice. One to the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. And the last game of 2019 mm-hmm. 
which was kind of like a garbage time game for I the Colts. Who was their quarterback? I forgot who the quarterback was. Ours or theirs? Theirs. It wasn't uh, whatever. And then the next one, remember when Minshew and the offense play well against Indy to start the next year, they win 27 to 20, yeah. and then they lose to the Tennessee 33 to 30, and we're all feeling good about the offense. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've sunned twice, and they're actually one and one in those games. Yeah. So two times. What was the Denver one? They put 30 up in Denver. Must be like 20-something. Yeah. When, it was, when, when Minshew won. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so now you go all the way back. I'm talking about that's 12 games, 16 games, that's 28 games, and how many have we played here? Eight. That's yeah. 36 games. Brian they've, Hoyer. They've scored 30 or more twice. Wow. <laughs> I mean. Hey, well, last week, I mean. That is not good. You hammered it home last week. Maybe this is the week. I know. I'm going to try to. I'm trying to speak it into existence a little bit. You did well last week. Question for you, Brent. Um, alluding to this offense right now. It's a victory Monday. Yeah. And, and let's not spoil that. Let's celebrate it. Now, it could have been a waiver wire Wednesday with Odell Beckham Jr., <laughs> but it is what it is. That's fine. We'll still take the victory Monday. But I'm just saying, Listen. in terms of the cherry on top. Us media, we love alliteration. A, a waiver wire Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> what are you telling, Brent? I'm, I'm learning from the best over here. I'm learning from the best over here. But um, would you would you have rather seen the outcome play out like it did? Or would you have rather have seen a, a high-scoring affair where the Jaguars win? No, I think actually this, this is This was the better one. This is better. Yeah. Uh, because I'm really interested where Bevel and Trevor can take the offense in November and December. I brought up the, like, we brought up back in 17. Remember last week going in, we brought up, would you rather have the 17 offense or the 21 offense? Sure. Well, part of that discussion was Nathaniel Hackett had him cooking in late November into December. Like, he yeah. really got in a rhythm with his quarterback, with Bortles. Bortles played his best quarterbacking of his life. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see if Bevel can get it going. Now, what's really hard, again, this is borderline excuse, but also reality, is when you're missing that many pieces, I got to believe that's a hard thing to do. What do you trust as an offensive coordinator? What do you trust as a young quarterback? Mm-hmm. When you don't have your best player available in James Robinson, I, it, they, it's not far-fetched that these last two weeks on offense they've struggled to get 200 yards and James Robinson hasn't been available. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. It's not like they're loaded with great players anyway. Uh, So I'm really interested to see where the offense goes. I don't think we've seen even close to the best football that Trevor's going to play in his rookie season. Mm -hmm. And so to your point, I'd rather see this defense come around and feel better about the defense giving them opportunities because I actually think we're going to see a lot better football out of their offense. Not the last nine games completely, but over these last nine games, I think there's going to be a three or four of them that we okay. we maybe see it's, it's gonna 27 happen bunches? points, 30 points. Could happen in bunches? I hope. Okay. But now okay. That we got John Brown. But we're due yeah. for that. Like, no, I think means, the offense yeah. is due for that. Yeah. And, and again, like, I'll t- take away these last two games especially. I would argue that they were moving the ball pretty nicely. They just weren't scoring as, me- as many points as they could have. They were missing opportunities. Um, maybe they were making too many mistakes. Trevor th- turned the ball over so many times first three games. I-, I just feel like there's a ceiling of they can get to 30. Like, I think they can. Uh, they got to get a little healthier. And Trevor's going to play better. Mm-hmm. And I think Bevel's going to get back in a groove with their offense. I really I feel like that rhythm is just not there. And, and probably some of that has to do with, with their, their uh, injuries. Oh, yeah. I mean, James Robinson for sure. But yeah. I, I'll, say, I'll be critical of Bevel in a couple spots, though. I still think 
listen, he opened the door to this probably with the Super Bowl call in Seattle. And I've been more of a defender than a critic of Bevel so far this year. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, in big spots, I think he swings and misses a lot. Mm. Like, the second down play down near the goal line, where it looked like Trevor rolls out, he rolls right into, by the way, pressure, and then it looked like he was going to throw a pick. I was like, what is that? They had just run the ball to the three-yard line. They had second down and three from the three. Yeah, this is starting to be their identity uh, in red zone offense. They it's just not don't. Good. No, yeah, it's not a good identity to have, but that's what it, it's starting to be. But even like the third and two, like third and two, you have every option on the table. Yeah. And they were trying that pass to Agnew. Right. Yeah, I don't like, know. I know he didn't complete the pass, but I didn't love the play call. And by the way, I've been consistent here. When he did complete the pass to Marvin Jones back against Tennessee, I told you I still didn't like the play call. I didn't think it was a high-percentage play call. Yeah. But he made the throw. This time around, I didn't think it was a high-percentage play call. When you have third and two and everything at your disposal, and this time he didn't complete it. No, I understand that. And we've been very critical uh, of this offense. But believe me when I say... Up there with my son being born, watching Trevor Lawrence complete his first quarterback sneak. <laughs> I jumped for joy. I jumped for joy. The I, whole building I, did. I brought my family. I'm like, I love you guys so much. I'm sorry I don't say it enough. But it, it was a great family experience at the Lane household because I'll be honest, I never thought we were going to see the day. But that quarterback sneak, good con- <laughs> good control. Can we go to the wall that says it all on Wednesday? I would Can like we you break to do down that. the quarterback yes. sneak and just the confidence, the moxie a word that gets way, used way too much um, in the sport of football, but the moxie of Trevor Lawrence to just, you know, Take the snap, get behind the center, uh, you're six foot six, lower your head and get a first down. Man, Brent. By the oh. way, on TV it looks like he got it by a lot. Oh, I mean, I thought it was Mike Allstock running for a first down there. Don't worry, everybody, those goosebumps will go away eventually. But what a what a first down. Well, listen, to your point and and my point married together. Mm-hmm. I know you wouldn't do this, but I kind of said, instead of second down and three, rolling the guy right into pressure on a one-option route <laughs> in the corner of the end zone that had to be tucked between, like, two index cards, <laughs> I would have called the quarterback, quarterback sneak again. It worked so well. Make him stop it. They believe it. <laughs> I mean, Make you, him stop you it. had three downs to score from the three. Make him stop it. And they roll right and throw. Like, it was a weird play. And then you remember what happened on third down. It looked like the offense jumped. Yeah. It was an odd time oh, play. Yeah. And then so he just threw up the fade because I think actually Trevor thought there that, was a that penalty. That Juwan Taylor jumped? Yeah, was that they, Juwan Taylor one? Yeah. There's a guy jumped. The guard, I mean, too. Juwan Taylor's jumping. Everybody jumped. Yeah. The ball just stayed there. Juwan Taylor's jumping. And, I, and I really thought that uh, I think Trevor thought either offsides or penalty was being called, so he just heaved the ball up. Could have been. And it almost was picked. Yeah. So. I forgot that happened. I mean, yeah. the sequence down there, and again, I go back to the third and two, it's just like, I remember tweeting it in real time, and I get hammered for tweeting things in real time sometimes. Boy, you do. But Well, you know. But go back to this one, and I'm right. I said Trevor needs to step up now, but also Daryl Bevel needs to step up right now. I really think, like, when you're in the third, fourth quarter of these games, you've seen enough now. And by the way, Dayball did a terrible job of this yesterday. Mm -hmm. But you can scheme some things up that you know now would be open because you've seen them play for the last 50 plays of the game. And I just think sometimes, I think the, the, the biggest criticism of Bevel right now I have is that in those kind of moments, the critical ones, the, and this has been a constant thing all year, I think he's come up empty. I think he's also done a lot of nice things. 
but I think he's come up empty in those spots, and they have got to be better there because they could have put the ball, they could have put this game away yeah. like 50 times over, yeah. you know. So, uh, but the bottom line is my stat of the day, and hopefully, again, this worked last week, Brent Sports Bureau, 31 games it had been without the Jags getting a third, three turnovers or more. The only way they could win this game against Buffalo is if they got three turnovers or more, in my opinion. They were able to do it. Mm -hmm. The Jaguars have now scored 30 points or more twice since October of 2018. That's a span of 36 games. In a day and age in the NFL where people are running up and down the field scoring 30 points like we're playing backyard football, two-hand touch. Yeah, yeah. And I think they might need to do that against the Colts. Like, I think I don't think you can rely on the defense to do what they did again. Mm -hmm. uh, now, maybe they play with some confidence, but I think Jonathan Taylor is very good. I think Carson Wentz has been outside of some critical mistakes, yes. has been pretty good. Yeah, maybe better than Philip Rivers. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I know. Uh, and so I think bat. this might be one of those games, Austin, really, that if they're going to win on the road, they might have to reach that 30-point plateau. Like, Tre uh, it looks like James yeah. Robinson will be back. Trevor needs to play better. He hasn't had a really good game yet this year, and he hasn't really had a good game in a few weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, this might be an offensive game coming up. I just sang the praises last week of the Bills in terms of how they draw things up and how they can adapt. But I think especially with Reich as a head coach, I mean, he, he, he does a great job of, of giving you new wrinkles, uh, beating you with motions, and, and the, the dude does a due diligence going against the defense. So, like, and it does scare you a little bit because they are good in the run game and also, the, I mean, they're suitable in the pass game. I think they're a run first team yeah. without Jonathan Taylor, but they can beat you in the pass game as well. So it's a little more balanced of an attack from the Indianapolis Colts as opposed to the Bills who you expected to pass the And they've time. got tight ends that they can utilize yeah. as well. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. That my criticism of Frank Reich would be similar as I am of Bevel. In big spots, I think Reich comes up empty. Mm. I mean, I think he's proven that. Mm -hmm. I think there are some big moments where he's like, like you were like, what is that? Like, what was that? Mm -hmm. And I think that does exist with them. Now, they're coming off a big performance against the Jets where they just manhandle them. They're yeah. not going to be able to well, do that against the Jags in the running game. I mean, the Jags are built way better than the Jets. Uh, the, well, and then the, yeah, I think the Jets are pretty good in the running game, though, weren't they, until that game? I'll have to check, like, yeah. where I they? I think the Jets, I think the Jets were I a mean, liability. The Jets are one of, like, a handful of no, teams, sure. by the way. They're giving up less than four yards a carry yeah. in the NFL. So, I mean, they've done a, a very an adequate job. I'm not saying this is like the Chicago Bears defense, but they've done an adequate job against the run. So, I mean, I saw Jets defensive linemen 12 yards downfield. Yeah. <laughs> they, they should have been called for a penalty on the run place, Indianapolis, for having linemen down. Well, yeah, now the Jets are one of the worst teams in the league. But I could have swore going into that game, though, they were a lot better. Yeah, really? they were, maybe, I got another stat for you. You can start uh, advocating for it to get changed. Uh, it came on December 15th of 2019. Do you know what that was? This is Jags-related? Yeah, yes. Say it one more time, please. December 15th of yeah. 2019. I'm gonna guess that it's. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's the last time. Uh, 2019. That would have been so all last year. I'm gonna guess it's the last time a Jags quarterback threw three touchdowns in a game. No. Austin, no guess. I'm still thinking. Um, so we can put it to bed. You said right. You could put it to bed this week. Yeah, yes. So I'm but gonna. But not necessarily the next two weeks after that. Oh, then I'm lost. Last Jags road win. Oh. oh. Oakland. They're not even a team anymore. Oakland, by the way, that same date is the last time they allowed Dang. fewer than 20 points in a game until mm -hmm. yesterday. 
16. That was a milestone game. And by, and that they needed <laughs> that like, going away party. Needed, that was. That yeah. was the last game in, in Oakland, and they needed a fourth quarter crazy comeback like yeah. to, to do it. Yep. Uh, pretty wild. All right, uh, let's get uh, Captain Rick Rouse on right now here on a Victory Monday, Captain Rick. And, wow, what a bad weather weekend it was to fish. Well, I tell you what, it, it really, really was. The, the sole exception to that, Brent, would have to be Guanadam where they love these flood tides like this, and uh, that the guys were awfully happy down there. It was kind of ironic. I know I talked to the boys down there one day, and it was all trout. It was all big trout, and everybody wondered where the redfish were. The next day the trout were gone, it was all redfish. They bit real good, but it's these extreme tides, and I've got to tell you, I've lived here, well, all my life and on the river just about all my life, and I've never seen it like this unless we had a hurricane. This is the highest I've ever seen with no tropical system bearing down on us. It is way up. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Browns Creek Fish Camp was flooded today. The restaurant across the street from there was flooded. Almost the whole west end of Hexer Drive. There was water in all the houses there. I mean, the tide has just been incredibly high pushed by this northeaster. But it is backing off. It is getting a little better. Now, it's going to take a couple days for the ocean to settle down. But the water temperature has dropped into the low 70s. That means everything's going to be on the move. The whiting and pompano will be moving in, and the tarpon and jackson ladyfish will be moving out, headed for par parts further south. So, uh, to me, the best fishing that I see later this week, and I don't think the water's going to clear enough to spot the reds in the surf, but I think trout fishing will be quite good, and sheep's head fishing will be very good. These big waves breaking on the rocks helps break some of the crustaceans that are clinging to the rocks free at the jetties and that really gets the sheep's head fired up. So the next few days are going to be good for that. Looks like maybe by Friday we can get boats back in the ocean, but we'll just have to see. But you can count on us tomorrow for another fishing report brought to you by Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing and CNS Landscaping. Thank you, Brent. Thanks, Captain Rick. Appreciate it. Florida Sportsman Fishing Report each and every day. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Catch the show on Saturday morning, 7 a.m on ESPN 690. Get ready to play that open in a moment as we go to break, Casey. But uh, he said something interesting, and I, I talked about this. Saturday, seriously, was outside of, like, Irma and Matthew, like the worst weather day I could remember in a while around here. Mm -hmm. it, it's very interesting in our business. You know, in the tropical season, our weather team's fantastic. Oh, yeah, man. Talk about uh, money, Mike Burrish. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Come on now. I mean, I've been doing this 20 years. They're the best, no doubt. But we also, let's be honest, make a big deal about, like, tropical systems and hurricanes and well, because we live on the coast mm -hmm. but it, it's wild to me when we get days that like you don't see it like i mean he predict they predict the nor'easters coming in it's going to be nasty out but it's not when you don't see the actual like spitting of the hurricane yeah, yeah. you're like well it's not that big a deal yeah well saturday is like it, it was it was bad itself. man i mean yeah there the, the beaches just got absolutely hammered oh yeah that was windy. Uh, what, what, but Captain Rick was just talking about, I mean, it was nasty out there. I think a couple of boats went into the Bridge of Lions down St. Augustine. I think they shut that down for a bit. I think I saw that tweet from Mike Burrish himself. Yeah, I mean, you combine. Seriously, you combine. No follow, though. Just, you know, you com good. Friday, we got oh, lucky. Oh, for real? He hasn't yeah, followed. I'll get him to do that. And I uh, even know the guy, sort of. You haven't. Uh, Let's see if money Friday, you know, we had only a couple cancellations with high school football. Yeah. We thought there might be more. Yep. But Saturday... Uh, he follows you. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, I feel like I was like one of the worst weather days I can seriously remember. It was like 48 degrees out. Yeah. It was windy, so it was cold. Yeah. And the rain was just relentless. So uh, hopefully everybody uh, stayed okay and no water in 
your houses and all that stuff, but uh, it was a nasty day. I got this tree in my backyard that's, like, not on my property, but is hanging over my property. And it's huge. Like, it's mad. Like, crushed Ooh. the whole house. That sounds like a send Ben. It does sound like I thought about it, to be honest with you, but I, I haven't sent Ben anywhere yet. I wonder, seriously, how that works. You have a nice neighbor? You got a chainsaw? Never met him. Not, it's not a chainsaw tree. Oh, they're, like, behind. This is behind my house. Okay. So, like, they, there's, like, woods, obviously, the, you, thus the you tree. You can call somebody that would come do that. Well, yeah, obviously. but we have to. So, we asked the HOA, and they were, like, if it's a healthy tree, we're not cutting it down. And I was, like, no. I hate the HOA. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'm, like, well, it's leaning. like paying them 100 bucks a month for nothing. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So, anyway. So, did you ask, like, what about when that healthy tree lands on my healthy house? Yeah, that's what I said. I said I was going to sue, and I don't know. The lady's <laughs> going to get a nice. healthy suing coming at you. The lady's yeah. not very nice that's in charge. But the point is, yeah, the Nice no, she's sports. not. Like, there are a few things, like, I hate in life. The Yankees are one and the HOA are two. They should put the yeah. HOA people at Chick-fil-A and the Chick-fil-A people at the HOA. You know, like, switch them around. I, I wouldn't should. have a tree I mean, problem. It, it's fast food. I get it. Like, sometimes you're going to be, you know, I get it. You don't like it. Cool. I probably wouldn't get any sauce, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. I like the cheap people at Chick-fil-A. You know, I, I love know. the people. I, that's a compliment to them. I'm not... But I don't want to awesome. deal with the HOA people at Chick-fil-A as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the point yeah. of story is, when it's windy, I'm Especially terrified. during peppermint shake time. It is peppermint shake time. Yeah. Yeah. Scared the trees falling. Play I story be, when it's windy. Yeah, I hope. I hope. And it I can't afford happen. another house. But I can't even afford the one I have. Well, this is on record now. You know. Well, yeah. So now we 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 you you put in your claim. Yep. I don't take any of it back. Something bad is going to happen. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> almost like he's going to knock it over himself. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. Oh, this is all an insurance fraud. No. <laughs> no. So what's with those insurance? I'm not going to be a witness to this. No, so I'm going to no, This is a hell of a way to get a roofing endorsement. <laughs> hey. Or a tree removal endorsement. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you're listening and you do that kind of stuff. I like that. <laughs> yes. Now we're tree talking. removal I don't know what I can say and what I can't say. Uh, yeah, but seriously, a tree's a problem. I, I feel like you said too much already. <laughs> you you're probably fine. have. No one's I mean, I mean, no one from the Austin big just, high up. So Austin just accused you of insurance fraud. So. Yeah. <laughs> that was tough. Well, I don't know. We're going on this road. I mean, I want to talk about Chick-fil-A sauces. Which one is the best? And I want to go down that road. By the way. you're so hell-bent on this. Yeah. They got a new sauce. I had it today. Hit me with it. What is it? I don't remember. What does it taste like? Is it? It was good. Is it savory? Is it sweet? No, it's like kind of spicy a little bit. Ooh, does anybody know sauce. if can you buy like that yes. peppermint shake? Oh, like, can you no. buy like a tub of it? Thought you were gonna Fred, say sauce. no. You can't buy a, t- a tub of like, it. Like seriously, I got a kid that's 115 pounds, <laughs> but he would eat that. Like he'd be 130 pounds by next Tuesday <laughs> if I could get a tub of this stuff. Yeah. I, honestly, if you ask him, they'll probably accommodate. You'd probably yeah, have to I give mean, them a tub, though. Yeah, I'll give them a tub. I'll give them a tub, and I'll pay double. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the, you pay tri- like you can do anything there at Chick-fil-A. Like, they're so kind and so nice. That's why I don't want the HOA people there, because then I'm suddenly getting no sauce and a ton of ice. I want to know what the sauce is, though, because you just can't tease a new Chick-fil-A trying. sauce, and then I get nothing. I'm trying. If you just delay, like, a couple more seconds, right, I'll pull sorry. it up. But by just, the way, the, the correct answer, like, best Chick-fil-A sauce, Polynesian. Polynesian. That's what everybody owes me a soda. Yeah. Sweet and spicy sriracha sauce. Oh, that's Ooh, good. That I'm not mad good. at that sriracha. That good. I heard it today when I was like mobile ordering, like because Amanda was doing it, and I was yeah. like, "Give me one of those." It's and gonna I be had really it. weird good. when I go over there today and ask for a peppermint shake with sweet and spicy <laughs> sriracha sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Pairs well. Pairs well. I mean, was there's a lot of free advertising right there for Chick Fil A. Please drop me off a tub of that peppermint shake for my kid. <sighs> Mouth is watering now. Please do that. Mouth is watering. As I just drink my water. I'll pay double. I don't want, I'm not, this isn't a trade deal. I'm sure they can accommodate you, brother. It's just, I'll pay double, triple. I'm sure, I'm sure they can accommodate you. I'm sure that the parties can give you one of the machines. I I swear Ty would be like, I mean, Florida would probably offer me if they would just give me a tub of pepper. (laughs) Shake.
Uh, is that what we're trying to go to Florida? Is that, is that, is that no. the goal? Okay. Well, they're, they're very good at the sport of baseball. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. Football, no, not, not so much. Take some touch off that football just team. Just kidding. Okay. Okay. That, that wasn't happening. Okay. Just trying to be a little dramatic. I like it. I really just want the damn peppermint shake. Brent's trying, trying to hold school's hostages already. Well, we're, we're here from Florida. I'm sure Florida State might be a little late to the party. Miami, I don't know where you guys are. 120 pounds. Uh, this team's are. going off. Or, yeah. Murray State, give them a call. Hey, uh, maybe we'll hear the... You want to hear the open to break, or do you want to do it when we come back? Could do when we come back. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Keep, keep, right. keep that energy flowing, you That's know? good. Yeah, right, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> ESPN 690. I mean, it's great. It just it, it speaks to, you know, the progress that we're making. I mean, our defense today, that's the best, one of the best defensive performances I've seen, and that's a great offense. Obviously, Josh Allen, uh, quarterback, and they're, they're, they're wide outs, and O-line, all those guys, I mean, they're great players, and to see what our defense did, all the takeaways, the big stops on third and fourth down, I mean, it's just fun to watch, and really, they, they put us on their back. You know, we had a chance to put them away a couple times. I missed I missed two throws down the stretch. Like, I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself because I could have put them away without our defense having to go out there and stop them again, but that's what good teams do. That was my favorite soundbite of the day yesterday. So nice, you got to hear it twice. <laughs> I was just trying to help you out. Uh, yeah. uh, we're going to play the open from the show today. Yes. Because Casey puts a lot of work in on that. I like to get two runs out of that. Yeah. Plus, it's fun. Plus, we relive a, a win. Yes. You usually just have opens either. It's got to be something disastrous or something crazy or W's. So, Dubs. W's. Dubs. And especially ones where we promise to go through a table if they pull the biggest upset in franchise history, yep. according to the Vegas line. That, that was your doing, And man. that did happen. That was your doing, And man. I'm not even mad at it because I love you, Jags fans. I'm happy for you yeah. that you got a W. Yeah. We get to talk about a win. I'm happy for me. Got five shows this week on radio. Got another one tonight on TV. Got another one Thursday. Got another one Sunday morning now, before the next like game. Now, it sounds like you come up with excuses not to go to the table. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Okay. okay. I'll be fine. Okay. I think. I haven't really thought about the damage part of this to my body. I'm not in the best shape I've Trauma. been. Trauma. I think they call that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I did some push-ups today to get in better shape. Did a little planking. Yeah. So I could hold the core. Do you... Do, are you going to consult, like, a physician like David Blaine does when he freezes himself for, like, you know, no, but five days or whatever? No, but I wanted to get, like... One of the wrestlers on to give me a tip on sure. how to break. Like, should I tighten everything up? No, Brent, should I, I just let it I, all hang Brent, loose? Brent, 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 I mean, I understand that you're, you're you're the casual wrestling fan of this show. Here. Oh, very casual, very casual. But sometimes we break down WrestleMania cards and AEW cards. We're okay, but you know, dang well, if you go through a table, you're not going to bunch up in a ball. You have to fall like put your arms out and try to make as much space as possible. Is that what you're supposed to do? It's kind of like the yes. car crash. You can't brace. Yes. Well, it's kind of probably an instant reaction, like a natural reaction to brace. Yeah, well, don't brace. Don't brace? Don't just brace. let it go. Don't brace. You're going you to hurt yourself if you brace. Can I wear a helmet? No. Absolutely not. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If something happens to Brent... Yeah, what's up? I have no more job. No, hey, hey, hey. Hey, are you going to are you gonna take me on? Hey. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, okay. okay. Go, go, take go, me go on. Bring, the, bring the right hand. We're going to take you on what? Well, what do <laughs> I do? How's your left hand? <laughs> no, but, but I'm saying put... No, is that, is that what that means? I never knew that. Oh, so if he goes, I guess, bringing the righty? Oh, wow. I've, I've learned something new today. 
Oh, it's always going like this. By the way, look, this is a baseball fan, too. Like, okay, he actually quick, is a baseball honest. fan. Do you want us to roll the card out there like, okay. the, like, like they used to do? <laughs> Save myself a little bit. I always thought it was like time to go to the bullpen. Like, hey, yeah, I hear it's you. about that time. I know. I didn't know, know, can... know you were signaling what handed they. Okay. Good yeah. to know. I stopped playing in high school. Get off me. I think you should wear a helmet. <laughs> like, All right, then wear a helmet then. Next is going to be that he's going to wear shoulder pads. I need to pads. get off, I thought about shoulder pads and a helmet. Uh, no, see, sho no shoulder pads, no, just a helmet. No, 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 fine. You know what? Don't use a table. You put them in a body bag. Use a bag. <laughs> or now we, we could use a Darby on approach from AEW and put you in a body bag <laughs> so you can't see when you're going to hit. And that way it's a little more you can loosen up. That's an idea. That is an idea. Really? What if you, I get claustrophobic? Do you we'll get claustrophobic? We'll is that a thing? We'll poke holes in it. I'll tell you, I was talking about it today, help? actually. Like, I was in, had an MRI once, and I didn't I didn't think I was claustrophobic until oh, I went in the MRI MRIs machine. MRIs are sketchy, though. Ooh, Dude, especially with... It's still, like, the oh, craziest time. Maybe the craziest, this, like, yeah. hour of my life. Dude, with, with, with this big schnoz that I have to my face, I thought I was going to, like, scrape, like, the top ceiling part. I was like, okay, it's, I'm not fitting. But, oh, I fit. It was, like, it was seriously the craziest, I think, hour of my life. Yeah. Because Stress. I thought about everything else that I could possibly think about. Yeah. Well, and, and I didn't know my brain could go there in terms of thinking of, all, of things I thought so about. Loud. <laughs> first of all, so loud. And it's so loud. But I the noise know. didn't bother me. <sighs> yeah, it's all right. But then, like, I, like I, sometimes I doze off and I move, and then I have to redo the whole thing. The question is, That's like, my problem. Yes. I can't not move. Like, I just move. How can we go to the moon with Jeff Bezos, but we can't figure out an MRI machine where it's just, like, two seconds right I know it. I don't or get that Or the dentist x-rays. I don't know how there's not a better than put the thing in your mouth. in a second. Yeah. Oh. Really? Well, is it inconvenient? Yeah, it's, it's, it's real inconvenient. <laughs> probably, the whole moral of this story is after I go through the table, I'll probably need an MRI. <laughs> <laughs> so then you might as well get in the body bag to get ready for the MRI. <laughs> yeah. Just sign right. forget it. Let's play your uh, good work today in the Open after a 9-6 Jags win. Hey, Brent, can I slam you through a table if the Jaguars win? Sure. Seriously? That'd be kind of fun. Seriously? Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> better than jumping off like something from 50 yeah, feet no, in the air. I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll lightly pick you up nice and gently kind of like uh, the, the Lion King when it's like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and then I'll slam <laughs> to the table. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, listen if the Jags win the table be on fire. Maybe I'll go for that. Can the table be on fire? No, now we're getting a little crazy because you might it's, mess up my hair. Two days later. How about them Jags? Uh, just want to give a shout out to all the fans man. It's, this year hasn't gone exactly as we planned but you guys have came out every home game supported us through thick and thin. Uh, there's a lot more of these wins ahead, for sure. <laughs> that was good. It was a good open, and uh, now the table awaits, and uh, we will we will let you know when it happens. We got to plan it out. I still think like so. There's no risk for you getting hurt. Slamming how? me into a table. I mean, how much do you weigh? Oh, two bills. No. I'm good, man. I'm in fight camp. We're good to go. Like you're not going to land on top of me when you slam. Oh, no, no, no. So that's what I was that, kind of it. Well, uh, that's, I mean, I put this on Twitter today. So if I had it my way, I would give you it's what we call the one-winged angel. It's, it's, it's Kenny Omega's finisher. By the way, no one's ever kicked out of this finisher before. It's like the only move in wrestling history that no one's ever kicked out of him. That's what I want to do. Uh, but then I'm... AEW will sign me up after I kick out of this. Well, thing. maybe. Maybe. Yeah, if you walk again. <laughs> but uh, th that's not what I want to do. Uh, I'm thinking, like, like I said, either... And it's going to be the 
the vote here. It's going to be the poll. Either it's going to be a, a rock bottom, just kind of with my arm picking up, and, you know, yeah. you, you got to jump up and help me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then I do that. Or a choke slam. Get good by the neck. I'll, I'll have, like, a rock bottom. I'm thinking a of rock bottom. Yeah, because, like, the yeah. whiplash and stuff. It's got to be a rock bottom. Rock bottom. It's just cooler. Yeah. Well, yeah, it sounds a lot cooler than grabbing me by the throat. Yeah. It's just a cooler move. I mean, the rock. Yeah, but, I mean, dude, Undertaker? What's the... Ch choke slam through hell? Excuse me? That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. What's what, what's like the reality of getting hurt? Like, what's my probably the thing that's going to hurt the most? Oh, man. Lower I mean, back? Uh, spine, huh? Where do you already yeah. have, like, on and off pain for no reason? That's probably the spot. Probably in the back. Okay, then the back. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe, yeah, do like a yoga session. You'll be fine. That's cool. And Stretch in, out. In other news of injuries that shouldn't have happened, when uh, Justin Gaethje won the UFC fight, I had him in a parlay. Yeah. Fist pumped harder than I ever have. Threw something out? Yeah, elbow Hurt was yourself. done. Hurt yeah. <laughs> I didn't ice properly when I played. Well, Casey, to be honest with you. And, and you want to go through a table, too, you said. <laughs> this is how out of shape I, I was. In action. This, that's how I, my back, like I know I pulled like a, a little bit of a muscle. Yeah. In my back the other day because I was putting the, uh, uh, it, this is the CGC Kinetico water softener stuff, and I need to put salt in, okay? <laughs> and so I was putting salt in, and I lifted up the 50-pound bag of salt. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, man. Threw something out? Yeah. Tweaked it a little bit? I, it was just a tweak. Yeah, it was a little tweak. That's how I heard but, it. Seriously. But, it got your but at least I'm not Anthony Richardson and dancing in a hotel yeah. room and missing sure. a game because of that. For sure. For I sure. mean, that's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> it's, it is. It's, hey, it's tough getting old. It is, man. And I hadn't really, when I promised this table thing, I didn't really think it all the way through. Well, no, I mean, because, it was I a mean, spur of the moment. I mean, they were 15 and a half point underdogs. It was a spur of the moment. We're just having fun. I mean, if we but wanted to be to cool have. about it, we wouldn't have brought it back up, but obviously I had the video ready to go. <laughs> back up? I mean, like, we, it was the first thing that came to everybody's oh, mind around It was the first here. thing I tweeted that day. <laughs> hey, so, not, not, not the Jaguars win. Congratulations. <laughs> no, it's up. Brent's going through a table. You know what's funny? I forgot. And we had talked about it in the morning. Yeah. And... A tweet came through that I think we were all tagged in, or I saw it somewhere, and I was like, holy crap. Yep. And then it's I said some happen. other words that weren't crap, and yeah. Amanda's like, what are you doing? I'm like, Brent's going through a table, and I ran around the whole house. See, nuts. and the whole time, like, through that third quarter, I was thinking, like, okay, he's going through a table, he's going through a table. But, like, there's no way this is going to work out, because, like, th it's not in the cards. Like, yeah. the, the, the football gods wouldn't allow this to happen. It wouldn't allow through ESP 369 to be successful. It just wasn't going to happen. So I was quiet. It, it was all quiet on the Western Front. And then, lo and behold, this is, it I, I got to be honest with you, it never gave me a sense of reservation at all until I like went to bed last night and was thinking a little bit more about it. But that's how yeah. much I love you, Jags nervous, fans. Though. I'll do You're anything nervous. for a Jags win. No, but keep in mind. Like, I, I, understand. I and also feel Don't better that I'm not that guy jumping off like a okay. car For, yeah. and into the table that doesn't fold. Yeah. Like, I'm glad, actually, you're going to slam me through the table rather than I have to jump off 15 yeah, and feet. It, and and, and like that's why it's, 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 it's a tough choke slam. Because how are you going to... Well, he, he has to assist me. I mean, it's Right, so he'd have to be above slam. you if you choke slam him. No, he's, he's got to jump. Yeah, jump. It'd be jump easier if you're above him. Yeah. But well, no, so well, I'm trying Casey, to help you. Casey, I'm trying to help you. doing this from like a, a, the, the bed of a pickup truck. I'll tell you that right now. I like that. That's idea. what he wants to do. That's where he's going with this, in case you didn't pick up on this. Yeah, I don't want to do that. But I don't, I don't know, Brent. Well, you, whatever. I don't know, Brent. Can you imagine that nice GNC truck right there and, and in the shot? You know, <laughs> nice little publicity there. Man. It's gonna be a, I mean, you, how many endorsements can we get <laughs> off this one thing? A lot. A whole lot. I mean, seriously. I say we just put Who's stickers like on like it's NASCAR. I, I say we sell the table. <laughs> Who's the best table maker? That's the thing. If he doesn't go through the <laughs> table, then there's the endorsement right there. Can you imagine if he doesn't go through the table and then we, like, knock the table over so it faces the camera <laughs> and all the stickers are on the table? Let's go.
Uh, just make sure my mom doesn't watch hundreds, the show that day. Literally hundreds of, yeah. Uh, all right, last thing. Uh, well, not last thing. We'll come back. I, I want to talk about Josh Allen a little bit, the good one. Um, the uh, Casey's got to play this. This is Trevor in the stadium after the game. Mm -hmm. and I, is coming. I can't help but think about this. Yep. And I said this to Steph today. Where I was like, and, and, and I love you, Jacksonville, and I love you, Jags fans, and I get it. And I'm like it, too, on a Monday especially. Yeah. But it's like when the Jags win the game, it sounds like they're having a championship parade. <laughs> like, listen to this sound and tell me this is not like the Buffalo Bills, uh, Buffalo, I'm sorry, the Chicago Bulls repeating. Like, this isn't the Lakers winning the championship. This isn't like the Braves that just won the World Series. Listen to, the, like, listen to what Trevor yeah. says after the game, and I feel like I'm at a victory parade. Listen. How about them Jags? <laughs> oh. Just want to give a shout out to all the fans, man. It's, this year hasn't gone exactly as we planned, but you guys have came out every home game, supported us through thick and thin. Uh, there's a lot more of these wins ahead, for sure. Like, if we put first, Jock Peterson's speech up from all, Friday, careful. it will sound similar. For, first of all, a little awkwardness with the interaction with the reporter. That's fine. But, yeah, for whatever reason, I picture Trevor Lawrence right now rocking flip-flops, coming off the St. John's River <laughs> and about five tequila shots deep. <laughs> Holding the Lombardi. Holding the Lombardi <laughs> joke. <laughs> hey, hey, you just beat Buffalo 96. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, it's great. I mean, listen, we love it. I absolutely love that they won. It's been a hard run in Jacksonville. Yeah. But I seriously heard oh, that. Yeah. And, thought, and by the way, this is, I'm trying to do this as nice as possible without disrespect. I'm not oh, disrespecting Trevor and everybody else. It's just that that's kind of the feeling of the way it's been when the Jags win. It's like, holy cow, they won. The only thing missing was, <laughs> the only thing missing was when he said, you guys, Tuck Bias has got to be like, this one's for you. And then. <laughs> And then insert the Lombardi Trophy in his hand. Uh, this man. one's for you guys. Do other like will the Lions do this if they win? No, I mean the in-stadium stuff's a little different. Like, it, <laughs> by the way, it was a great moment. Like you heard the crowd. No, it was good. Dan Campbell's like, gonna like, cry. If you just heard that, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. If you heard that, you wouldn't have known there were twenty-five thousand Bills fans in the stadium. Right. True, there true. were when that happened. Well, yeah, they no, probably left. So, but I yeah, Brent was antagonizing him walking down the. When I stadium. heard, <laughs> when I heard that though, I was like. This sounds seriously like a victory yeah. parade. Yeah. Well, I, no, I didn't even think about it like that, but now that you said it, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Let's take a break. We come back, put a bow on the show. It is a victory Monday. And Josh Allen was awesome. How good is Josh Allen? I want to ask you that. Seriously, how? this isn't just a one-game thing. I'm not asking. Yeah. I'm not saying, how good is Taven Bryant? Sure. No, I'm saying, how good is Josh Allen? Seriously. Yeah. And should they, I mean, how big of an extension is he going to get? Mm -hmm. uh, a little Josh Allen talk. We come back on ESPN 690. It's going to be an exciting story. I know I'm going to hype myself up a little bit more, uh, but great team win, first and foremost, man. Oh, my gosh, this defense, man. I tell you, bro, when we fly around, when we don't make, when we don't, you know, hurt ourselves, we can be one of the best defenses out there. Hold that team to zero touchdowns, you know what I'm saying? It's tough to do. So hopefully, you know, they score a lot of touchdowns the rest of the season, so we'll be on the team to do that. That is Josh Allen. Listen, I think this guy's a really good player. I have for a long time. I've got a little bias. I, I think he's just a cool dude. I think he's great for this city, great for the organization. He loves Jacksonville. And after guys like Jan and Jalen and all those things that happened, 
uh, to have a guy with his talent yeah. uh, that loves Jacksonville, I think that's big, and, and I think that's cool. I think that's good for fans to to embrace, and, and he wants to be like one of the catalysts. I think what you're seeing with Trevor is a guy who wants to see and, and be one of the catalysts to turn this thing around. Like, they want to write that story, uh, which is, that's part of it. I mean, they want to win because they're football players. They win, they play well, they get big checks. Like, that's cool, too. Mm -hmm. But I think they want it here. Uh, and, and I don't know if they felt that way, like, day one when they got here, but I think now they kind of do. And Trevor's kind of adopted that pretty early. He understands his place in this town already. Uh, but Josh Allen is that guy on the defensive side of things. So uh, Austin Lane, as we welcome everybody back for our final couple minutes here on a Victory Monday, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. How good is our Josh Allen? Josh Allen. <sighs> he's good. Now, he sits right now in the league at five and a half sacks. That's good enough for 18th overall. I think, you know, in terms of this defense, I mean, you know, you, you want to go back and forth with Miles Jack, but let's be like, Miles Jack, you know, the first couple games wasn't really, I mean, he had, he had a play here or there, but Miles you know, it's been not pretty inconsistent. Been inconsistent. He was great last year. He yeah. was good yesterday. I think that when you see he has the, the complimentary interior push at his disposal, what Josh Allen can do. Um, I think this is the fact with, with a lot of edge rushers. I think a guy like Cleo Mack, it's the exact same thing. Cleo Mack is still a hell of an edge rusher. Yeah. Dude, you don't hear his dude, name much, though. But you don't hear his name because, you know, if the, if the interior isn't doing their part, it's hard to just stand out. You get, if you can get double teamed or chipped, it's just it's hard to stand out. So, overall, I think Josh Allen is having a pretty dang good season so far. Um, I'll be honest, expectations. So, what, we're through eight games? Eight games, yeah. Eight games. You're talking about five and a half sacks through eight games, and now... Obviously, quarterback sacks aren't everything. In terms of contracts, they might be. Yeah, yeah. But, like, in, in terms of watching the game of football, they, they aren't everything. Uh, I'm not sure how many quarterback pressures he's had, but it's been up there, it seems like. I think Josh Allen right now is trending to where I thought he was going to be. I still think he can definitely exceed expectations still with the help of his defensive line, the interior part of it. But if he keeps on this trajectory, let's just say, then, yeah, you might have something special. Here. Yeah, I think so, too. I think if he can somehow find a way to double up this sack total, get to double-digit sacks, let's just say that. He, he had start. 10 and a half his rookie year. Yeah. He obviously has the, the down year last year because of injury, so we'll give him a pass. And now if he comes back with a double-digit year on a defense that, quite frankly, isn't going to measure up to be that great. Yeah. Uh, and you add in, maybe he can get another forced fumble. Maybe he recovers another fumble. I don't know how many picks he's going to have, but he has the intercept. He has this game that people remember. Right? Because to be honest with you, if there's a player that's had a moment to remember this year, I mean, Jamal Agnew had the kicks, but Josh Allen just had a, had a day yeah. that the rest of the NFL heard about. Yeah. And so, I mean, he had that kind of day where you put three of those together, you might be in the running for defensive player of the year. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, now that you're not going to do that, but uh, Miles Garrett, by the way, is leading the way with 12 sacks for a reference point. Yeah. Um, but I think this guy's really good, and the point being – I'll tell you this, through 31 games going into that game yesterday, he had the second most sacks in Jags history. Mm -hmm. Jan was the first one. Yeah. And I always said, how do you get rid of a guy who is second all-time before the age of 25 in career sacks in your franchise's history? That's yeah. what they did with Jan. Yeah. And by the well, way, Jan's having a pretty... Jan's, Jan's doing well. He's six of them. Six court, yeah. And, and Josh Allen, by the way, is now that guy. Like, yep. he's... he's 
Actually, Jan's numbers were a bit better, and of course they played on that unbelievable defense sure. that might have helped. Yeah. But Jan put up incredible numbers. Josh isn't even in that category, but he's he's in that breath of like, wow, nobody's done this. Nobody's done this. Well, you don't let that guy go. That's right. been the problem. Yeah. And so the Jags will sign Josh Allen to a big contract. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and they should do that, I think, after this year. Um, well, this will be year three for three. They can wait. But you can also extend them, right? Well, or they'll have a fifth-year option, too. Okay. And so they can wait. But I think I'd do it in the offseason. they got plenty of money. Yeah. I'd take care of Josh Allen now. Yep. Uh, if this continues. That's a guy that you want to build your team yeah. around. Yep. Hey, uh, we're going to go. I'll get Jags Report live. James Robinson, 7 o'clock from... Uh, uh, sneakers in Jack's Beach. It's also live on Fox 30. Let's talk about a win on TV as well. And Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton coming up next Monday night. Action Sports Jacks, what are we calling it? Overtime? I think we're going with extra. 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 Mm. You like overtime better? Ah, uh, sure. Extra reminds me. Thinks, I think you're going to talk about some TMZ kind of stuff. Extra, extra. Oh. Uh. Yeah, we'll work on the name. It's either extra or overtime, but it's coming up until 6.30, so more <laughs> local sports. And then we hand off to Monday Night Football on ESPN 690 after that. So join Casey and Brian coming up next right here on ESPN 690.